All right, it's the 15th of May, 2020, and I am your humble host, Dr. Richard Gladiator Johnson, the Dapper Don of Spiritual Kung Fu, often imitated but never duplicated. And this is the PowerPoint to Victory Radio broadcast, broadcasting on the Survivor Radio Christian Network. We do radio. Two million downloads strong. My engineer tonight, Rosalind Cooper, doing a great job as per usual. As per usual. As per usual. <laughs> hey, I think I've already said it, but I'll say it again. I am your humble host, Dr. Richard Gladiator Johnson, Dapper Don of Spiritual Kung Fu, often imitated, never duplicated. And uh, once again, we're doing our installment of the PowerPoint to Victory, and we're continuing uh, this week with our discussion of the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus Christ, Matthew chapter 5. And the main topic heading that I'm following right now is that, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. Why Democrats in, 19, in 2020, why are Democrats are actually closer to God than conservatives? Why are liberals, liberals closer to God than conservatives? And this is our third installment on that. And we're going through the uh, uh, Matthew chapter 5, and we're going through it verse by verse. We don't cherry pick and jump around all over the place. We go take a whole section, and we look at it. Because when you eat a meal, you know, you don't go from one plate and reach across the table to somebody else's plate and reach over there to somebody else's plate. You know, you, you put everything right there on your own plate and you eat it. And Scripture is the same way. Everything must be in context. So we're going to be starting with Matthew chapter 5 and verse 27. And there's three areas that, that we're looking to cover in this particular podcast. We're, t- we're looking to take a look at uh, the area of adultery, the area of divorce, okay, and then the area of retaliation, okay? These are three areas that uh, conservatives seem to bounce all over the place about, but Jesus is very clear about how these things go, all right? So we have divorce, adultery, retaliation, and then there's one or two other areas we might be able to get to tonight, uh, but the main thing is there are people out there who are so confused if there's anything with the, the 2020 pandemic that's going around the world, when it, I don't know what's happening in Italy and the other parts of the world, but in the United States, it is, one, it is showing once again that people who are conservative, either, I don't care if they call themselves a fiscal conservative, a social conservative, the minute they say conservative, regardless of political party, all right, regardless of political party, right, what they're showing is that the Bible, scriptures are saying one thing, and their behavior is something else. And scripture says that you will know the tree by the fruit that it bears. You will know what people are all about by their behavior. And everything I've been doing over the last five years when it comes down to these podcast series is to demonstrate that Jesus Christ was a liberal, he was progressive, and it was conservatives who put him to death. It was conservatives who tried to stop what he was teaching, which is the fact that everybody's equal Everybody is entitled to, to be treated with respect, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So we're going to take our first commercial break. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Matthew chapter 5, starting with verse number 27, verse by verse. We're going to say, see what the Bible says. We're going to show you what it means, and then we're going to have a solution because we always bring the solution. Okay, yeah. So Dr. Richard Gladiator Johnson, Zappadonna, spiritual kung fu, often imitated, never duplicated. 
This is the PowerPoint to Victory Radio broadcast, broadcasting on the Survivor Radio Christian Network. We do radio, 2 million downloads. Strong engineer tonight, Rosalind Cooper. Raj, you got the helm. Don't go away. We'll be right back. If your company needs a voiceover professional, call me at 646-504-1376. I'm Dane Reed. That's 646-504-1376. I'm there for you when you need live announcing for events, company voicemails, commercials, professional voiceovers for important videos, voicemails, and anything else your company might need. Call me at 646-504-1376. Interested in doing voiceovers? I also do consultations. Looking for a cafe with a home-like appeal where all who enter feel like they are part of something? Visit My Coffee Shop, located in East Lake, Atlanta, Georgia. MCS has a full breakfast and lunch menu, offering both hot and cold options, and is home of the amazing basil lemonade. But don't forget their assortment of freshly brewed coffees. Come on by at 2462 Memorial Drive, Atlanta, Georgia, 30317. We're pretty sure my coffee shop at East Lake will become your coffee shop, too. You may have heard the phrase, deals are done on the golf course, but do you know how that happens? The book Nine Holes, Nine Goals will provide hole-by-hole guidance on what to do and mistakes to avoid during a round of business golf. Pre-order your copy today at 9holes9goals.com because closing deals on the golf course is no longer just a phrase. You can do it too. SRN Survival Radio Network. Okay, Dr. Richard Gladiator Johnson, the Dapadonna Spiritual Kung Fu, often imitated, never duplicated. PowerPoint to Victory Radio Broadcast, broadcasting on the Survivor Radio Christian Network. We do radio, 2 million downloads. Strongly engineer tonight, Rosalind Cooper. And once again, Dr. Richard Gladiator Johnson, the Dapper Don of Spiritual Kung Fu. Now, why do I say Dapper Don of Spiritual Kung Fu? Because to navigate, to navigate between what denominational teaching and tradition has been, And when you study scripture, you see what it actually says. And if you raise your hand in church, Bible study, you know, people tend to, you know, they will, they will condemn you. They will, oh, who are you? You just started this walk. You don't know anything. You know, uh, 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 St. Augustine said this and the Pope said that and, and Bishop so-and-so said this and so forth and so on. The Bible says those who were led by the spirit of the children of God, book of Romans, Chapter 8 and verse 14. Now, that is Paul. Okay, okay, that's Paul, book of Romans. But if we're going to look at Scripture and we're going to say it includes Paul, there it is. What we do know is the four Gospels of Jesus Christ, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, even though uh, there's some debate about the origins of them, of these four books, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But if we just work with those as the core of what Jesus is, 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 is documented to whatever extent, 
is documented to have said, I think it's pretty clear. It's not open to interpretation insofar as why do Pentecostals see it one way, this group sees it that way, but especially conservatives will hold a hardline standard when it comes to someone who doesn't agree with their traditional, what they call traditional values, whatever those may be, and when it comes to somebody who, who goes along with or agrees with or falls inside of their traditional values. And a wonderful example of this is President Barack Obama, one time married, married to the same wife, 25 years, 24, 27 years, whatever it is, two children inside of, of, of the marriage. They're not, uh, the Bible calls them the B word, okay? Uh, uh, you know, family radio, we're not going to say it, But read it, it's in there, okay? If you're born out of wedlock, you are under a curse. Scripture speaks to that, all right? Um, so he's got these two kids. He's living right, but he's a Democrat. And all through his time in office, okay, and, you know, he's, he's of, of African heritage. There were, there were conservative pastors who were, who were actually praying Psalms, either 108 or 109, where you, you're uh, asking God to bring a curse down on a man and his family. They were calling this man Muslim. They were calling this man the Antichrist, right? But yet there it is. He's, 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 he's inside of what? Scripture says marriages, right? Now we have Donald Trump married to a woman, starts to sweetheart on the woman, divorces the wife to be with the sweetheart, marries the sweetheart, okay? Follow me on this because it gets a little, just a little chain reaction here, right? Like a nuclear bomb. Then, so then he starts sweethearting on the sweetheart that he married, divorces the sweetheart that he divorced his wife to marry the sweetheart. He divorces that sweetheart to marry the sweetheart that he was sweethearting went to the sweetheart that he married. Have I lost you yet? And then this woman, all right, porn star queen from Europe, comes to America, lies on her visa about, it's called an Einstein visa. You're supposed to have certain qualifications and certifications and all the rest of this stuff, all right, compared to uh, 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 Michelle Obama, who, you know, highly educated, a true woman, a true lady, a true woman of substance, right? You know, they, they, they say to people, pull yourselves up by the bootstraps. And here's Barack Obama and, and Michelle, pull themselves up by the bootstrap to become president. You would think they would say, hey, that's a great story. No, they bash him for eight years. This man comes into office, and there are conservative churches giving this wife of Trump's all kinds of awards, you know, just creating these awards to give her, calling her the best first lady ever, you know, saying that, oh, well, you know, Donald Trump is like the uh, uh, King Cyrus of the old, uh, old Covenant. All sorts of excuses to dance around the fact that this guy, in no way, shape, or form, I won't even talk about the multi-dozen accusations reported, you know, just read around, accusations of sexual impropriety he's caught on audio speaking about grabbing women by the uh, private parts married women etc 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 and yet this guy is the angel of conservative churches across the united states this creates confusion in the mind of anybody who speaks about quote unquote christianity 
this, this brings confusion to anyone who's seeking to align with the power of God. This is why we do these broadcasts. This is why we do these broadcasts. So what does Scripture say? Okay? Because we can see that the people who are holding on to the Bible and claim to walk according to the Bible or walk according to something, but it can't be the Bible. Because when you meet someone who's walking according to the Bible, we don't get to make judgment calls on things that they may or may not support because what they support or, or who and what they are doesn't fit our concept of what society is supposed to be on a traditional level. Uh-huh. 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 So, Dr. Johnson, what's that got to do with Matthew chapter 5, starting with verse 27? Okay, verse 27, it talks about teaching about adultery. Verse 27, you have heard that it was said, quote, you shall not commit adultery. But I, Jesus speaking, but I say to you, everyone who looks at a woman has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Give me a moment while I turn the page. Old school gentleman here. If your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one of your members than to have your whole body thrown into Gehenna. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one of your members than to have your whole body go to Gehenna. All right. Now, let's just pause there. Four verses, very powerful. It's interesting. My experience, I'm not saying everybody's experience, but my experience, you know, and I'm, I'm not a young man anymore. My experience has been that so many of the men who were so hardcore against gay and lesbian people and that lifestyle, they don't have a problem lusting after prostitutes, lusting after, you know, partying, going to parties and hanging out with women. These are married men I'm talking about, okay? They don't have a problem jumping from bed to bed. That's, you know, what they call, what, fornication? They don't have a problem with that stuff. And if you raise your hand and you point that out, the response typically is, oh, yeah, but see, that's, that's natural. A man is supposed to be attracted to a woman. But what is Jesus saying? Jesus is saying if you look at a woman in lust, in your head, you haven't even talked to her yet. So clearly, Trump violates what's just been read and, and President Barack Obama. And I'm calling him president because the title goes with that man a man of class, in my humble opinion. Am I biased? I'm going straight down the middle. If you have a can and it's a red can and you call it a red can, you're calling it what it is. If you have a can and it's a red can and it's, it's crushed and, and smashed and what have you, and you say, well, it's not a can anymore, it's, 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 it's trash. So I'm not going to call it a can. And I'm sorry, I cannot respect calling someone who is walking as this gentleman is walking and put this title on this person when they haven't earned the title by their behavior. President Obama earned that title. He went through scandal after scandal being generated by the conservative press and conservative elements in the United States. And he was called No Drama Obama. 
and he meets these criteria. He was a Democrat. Did he support uh, uh, gay marriage? Yes. Why? Because you have the United States Constitution. It's a document of law. And it says all people are created equal. It was written by a bunch of, well, I don't have time tonight to get into the details of why it says all men are created equal, uh, but it's, it's, it's a document of equality. So is Scripture. Galatians chapter 3, there's neither Jew nor Gentile, male nor female, bondsman or slave in the kingdom of God. Equality. That's Jesus Christ. And that's why the conservatives of that era because it was a society run by the church. This is why the Sanhedrin and the Pharisees was always going after Jesus and going after John the prophet and the disciples and so forth and so on. Because they had a social order, and it, by George, it's run by the law of Moses. That is to say what we're calling the Bible today. And you're going to walk according to that, or we're going to stone you to death. Because that's what happened. Remember Simon, book of Acts? Simon. They stoned him to death because he was talking about Jesus Christ. And the religious conservative authorities had said, you don't talk about it anymore or something's going to happen to you. And they went out and stoned him to death. And we have the same type of thing going on today, 2020, in the United States. And you know something? It's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. But is it according to the Bible? No. Liberals are closer to God than conservatives. And I've been establishing this week after week, month after month, and year after year. And now I'm in another section, Book of Matthew, starting with verse 27 this week, showing you once again that this lines up with Scripture. Now, it says if your right hand causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. That has multiple applications. What is he saying by this statement? He is saying exactly what people are doing when it comes to the American church. These people know that if they're hanging out with these church people and the wickedness that is in their heart and the, and, and, and the type of behavior and the stuff that they teach and the, and the stuff that they try to mobilize people to go out and do and, and what have you and so forth, they recognize that there's a higher power. They recognize, liberals do, that at some point they're going to close their eyes and go home to the spirit realm. And then they're going to have to face judgment. And I say again, the difference between a liberal in general and a conservative is that conservatives don't worry about nothing until it bothers them. Liberals worry about things because what they're worrying about in their hearts, that shouldn't happen to anybody. But a liberal... They don't care if it happens to the next guy. They'll make an excuse, but when it happens to them, it's a problem. And here's a key example of what I'm talking about. United States, COVID-19. Many parts of the United States, the, the government authorities said, hey, um, um, you need to stay in your houses, you know, some form of lockdown. And so what happened? The same conservative elements pick up their guns and start marching around, and it wasn't a lot of them, a couple hundred here, a couple hundred there, but, you know, the news makes it seem like it's millions of people. It wasn't. It isn't, okay? Getting in policemen's faces and all the rest of that, and they can only do that in America because these are white men, because if they were black men, cops would have shot them down. Yes, I can say that because a man was jogging in Brunswick, Georgia, and two white men got their guns, 
chased him with their car and shot the man dead, and they covered that up. I mean, it's just one of, you know, this, this, this happens all the time in America. So let's just call it what it is. So these white men are, are, are picking up their guns. Why? Because, and, you know, men and women holding up these signs, you can't, you know, I have freedom of choice. You can't control my body. But these are the same people who were telling women that they can't control their bodies when it comes down to whether or not they're going to have an abortion. But, again, going on the conservative side, they're saying everybody needs to go back to work. We know that 3% of the people are going to die. We're going to have to sacrifice grandma. We're going to have to sacrifice grandpa. We're going to push your kids back in school. We know 3% of them are going to die, but we've got to sacrifice these kids for the sake of money. Because at the end of the day, that's what we're talking about. When, it, when you talk about economy, you're talking about money. And they're not talking about the regular people making money. Because America's minimum wage, you cannot live on it. One person cannot work a job at minimum wage and, 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 and pay your rent and what have you and so forth. That don't happen. Story for another night. What are we saying by all of this here? Liberals are looking at this. Liberal-minded people, people with liberality in their hearts. And they're walking away from the churches. So the same conservatives look at the statistics and they say America's getting less and less Christian, you know, and it's because of secularism. It's because of this and it's because of that. We've got to stomp out these liberals. And what it's really all about is that people are actually getting closer to God because they're recognizing that the people who claim to be walking with God are walking with the devil. Because if you're not walking with God, who are you walking with? There's only two sides to this camp. And the people who are walking away from the church are not walking away from Jesus Christ. They're walking away from rubbish. And that's why I say, and I've been saying for years, that liberal-minded people closer to what's in Scripture than people who have this hardcore conservative spirit because what they have in mind for society is going back to the 1830s. Let's take a look at our time. We're going to go, well, let's see, i got seven more minutes. Let me go ahead and, and uh, move into this next section. So are you with me? Okay. Are you, are, you know, can you follow me on that? And, again, I'd love to hear from everybody, you know, comment section, wherever, you know, hit me up. I'm always open to criticism if it's constructive. And I know, you know, because I've been getting it over the years, the conservative people, you know, all sorts of names and so forth and so on. Please, judge not lest ye be judged, because I'm not judging, but we all close our eyes and go home, all right? Okay, I've got a, a quick little teachings about divorce. So we've talked about adultery. Now let's talk about divorce. Let's talk about divorce. What, what does Jesus say about divorce? This is Matthew chapter 5, verses 31 and 32. It says, it was also said, whoever divorces his wife, must give her a bill of divorce. But I say to you, whoever divorces his wife, unless the marriage is unlawful, causes her to commit adultery, and whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery. And I, you know, top of the, top of the broadcast, Donald Trump gets married, sweethearts, that's fornicating, so he's committing adultery. He divorces the first wife to go to the, to the sweetheart, then he divorces the sweetheart that he married to go to another sweetheart, and then he's been sweethearting all over God's creation on this wife. Yet these people say he, uh, he's the most Christian president ever. 
they say he's a better he's he's more Christian and a, and a top top than 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 Abraham Lincoln. They've said that if people don't reelect Donald Trump, they're going to pick up weapons and sh- and shoot and fight and carry on by. But where does it say this in the Bible? He doesn't meet the criteria. But Barack Obama did meet the criteria, and he still does. The man is still, you know, is just, you know, married to the same woman. No, no, no outside extraneous rubbish. And yes, I know that people are saying, well, what about Joe Biden? Look. This has been in, in, the, in the conservative political playbook since God made dirt. They have the most crooked guy out there when it comes to sexual immorality, and some woman is going to come up with something allegedly from 1993 and say that something happened way back when. In all these years, she's been quiet. I'm not even going there. You know, I know there's the Me Too movement and all the rest of that. Please, please. If I want a saint to be to be the president, I would wait for Jesus Christ to re you know to come on back and say, okay, he's going to be the president. This is what I do know: Democrats, liberals tend to walk closer to God. End of story. I'm not here for the political end of that. I'm simply looking at you've got a guy who clearly doesn't meet any kind of the criteria of being a Christian, and you've got all these conservatives just coalescing around him and hugging him and, you know, allegedly praying for him and they're all in the White House putting their hands on top and all the rest of this stuff and so forth. And the average person out there is confused. The average person is angry. And the average person is saying, well, what am I supposed to do? And so they kind of go along to get along because all their friends and neighbors are going along to get along. But Jesus said just a little bit earlier here, if your right eye offend thee, cut it off. If your right hand offend thee, cut it off. If you're in a church organization and you know that what's going on and what you're, what's being taught is wrong, you're supposed to come out from underneath that. And I'll say this to you again before we go to our second commercial break. Straight up. Let me say this to you again. Straight up. Elijah, who went off in a chariot of fire and never died, and the man right behind him, Elisha, between these two gentlemen, they commit, they did 48 miracles, including bringing people back from the dead three times. They never stepped foot in the church as far as is written in the word that I've read. Never was in a synagogue, was never in a church. You always had to go out in the middle of nowhere in the boondocks to find these guys. Okay? It was generations before Jesus Christ. So the question becomes, if they weren't with a synagogue and Jesus hadn't come, how were these fellows doing all of this stuff? And I'm here to tell you, it's because they had carried the anointing of God. And in the New Covenant, anybody walking with God in the Spirit, in your heart, you carry an anointing from God. You don't need the church. You don't need the blessing of the pastor. You don't need the blessing of the political party. You don't need the blessings of the pope. All you need to do is be walking with God. I said I'd be bringing out solutions. There's a solution right there. You don't need to be affiliated. You do need to read the, the documents. And don't just stop with, with, you know, whatever version of the Bible that, that you're reading. You know, people sometimes ask me, well, what version do I recommend? I have a very simple answer. The version that you understand. <clears throat> okay? Start with the version that you understand. When you get that down, you can go to other versions. 
okay? You know, I've read the, the uh, NIV, the King James, the New King James. I've, I've read the Jehovah Witness uh, Bible, uh, you know, just to name a few, because I've studied with a lot of different organizations over the years. Just pick up the book and read it. Read it like a novel. Don't try to be like you see these folks out there. They can read chapter and verse and all the rest of that stuff. That's not important. What's important is that we understand what's in the book, what it means, and how we apply it. And we recognize when somebody's trying to use the book to run game. And conservatives have always been using whatever book to run game. That's why, before we go to commercial break, we close on these same uh, 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 five or six verses here. He says, you have heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery. That's what this translation says. But there are translations that read, the book of Moses says, you shall not commit adultery. But I say unto you. That's what I mean when I say, read the translations that you understand. And then when you read other translations, you'll be able to put things together. See? So you have heard that it is said. They ain't heard that like, you know, somebody talking in the grapevine. They will quote the law of Moses. Okay? That's the book of Leviticus, the book of Deuteronomy. That's what they're going to, the Torah. First five books of of, uh, of the Bible. It's also, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the first five books of the Quran. All right, and he says, if your right eye causes you to fall out, blah, uh, 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 to you to sin, tear it out, and so forth. It says here in verse 31, it was also said, whoever divorces his wife. That's what this translation reads. But King James and those and so forth, you know, the Book of Moses, the law. When they say the law, they're talking about the, the book of Moses, the law of Moses, these were the law. Even to this day, do you know that Jewish people have something like 630 laws that they have to follow to be a good Jew, a, a member in good standing of the Jewish faith? How many people knew that to this day? Okay? And Jesus was saying, okay, so you got all these laws that you're following, but I say this is what it's all about. So way back when they were trying to put everybody in bondage to these traditional laws, while they was busy doing their own thing. Remember something. We're going to go to commercial break. Remember when the, those men brought the woman to Jesus and they said, we caught this woman in the very act of adultery. First question comes to my mind is, well, if you caught her in the act of adultery, where's the man? How come you didn't bring the man? How come you brought the woman? See, right there, that's a conservative mindset. See, we going to control the woman and the man just gets away doing whatever he wants. If the woman is guilty of adultery, how come they didn't bring the man? Wasn't he just as guilty? We're going to take our second commercial break. Dr. Richard Gladiator Johnson, the Dapper Donna Spiritual Kung Fu, often imitated, never duplicated. PowerPoints of Victory Radio Broadcast, broadcasting on the Survivor Radio Christian Network. We do radio. Ah, two million downloads strong. My engineer tonight, Rosalind Cooper. Roz, you got the help. Don't go away, folks. We've still got some more of Matthew chapter 5 to take a look at. Liberals are closer to God than conservatives. They always have been. We'll be back in two minutes.
If you're a content creator, social media socialite, influencer, or simply love to record current events, you need the joystick. The joystick is an essential tool for every type of digital content creator. It holds two or more mobile phones or tablets, allowing users to stream and record hands-free on multiple apps simultaneously. And it's lightweight and portable. For more information or to purchase your joystick today, visit our website at www.joystick.com. Do you have tax issues, owe back taxes, or need tax relief? Contact L&B Tax Service today. L&B offers you over 15 years of expertise and first-class tax service for individuals, professionals, and business owners. With nationwide service, you can easily find a location near you. Contact one of our tax professionals through our website, lbtaxservice.com. That's www.lbtaxservice.com. L&B Tax Service Incorporated. Tax professionals that you can trust. Do you have a business, product, service, or an event coming up? Is your current marketing getting you nowhere? Survival Radio Network is an award-winning network with over 1 million downloads. We're offering high-exposure 30-second spots on our network, reaching diverse demographics both locally and nationwide. Give us a call at 323-977-8172 or visit our website at www.survivalradionetwork.us today. SRN, we do radio. The SRN. All right. Well, we're back from our uh, second commercial break. My engineer tonight, Rosalind Cooper. PowerPoint to Victory Radio Broadcast, broadcasting on the Survivor Radio Christian Network. We do radio 2 million downloads strong. I am your humble host, Dr. Richard Gladier Johnson, the Dapper Don, the Dapper Don of Spiritual Kung Fu. Okay, so we're continuing with our conversation tonight. Uh, we're speaking about the fact that liberals are closer to God than conservatives. And again, we're going to scripture. This is not what I'm saying. All you got to do is just read the scriptures. This is why people are leaving churches all over the place. Are people leaving God? No. People are still saying, you know, we got to stay close to God and what have you and so forth, because people recognize that there's a force out there. People recognize that we are not human beings. We are spirit beings. People recognize that, 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 that there's something more powerful than us. And we want to know how to really walk and, and be in covenant with this powerful force that's out there. But we also recognize that, that this rubbish called Christianity is just, that's what it is. It's rubbish. It's rubbish because the people who claim to be Christians are rubbish today, and they've been rubbish from, from the very beginning. Now, is everybody who says, says, hey, Christian, are they as individuals rubbish? That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying the umbrella is rubbish. They're very sincere people mingled in who they're calling themselves that because they don't know any better. Yeah, I get it. Okay? I get it. Don't blow me up in the comment section. But as a organization, group of organizations, their history, the things they have done over the years, over the centuries, over the decades, what's being done even as we speak, it's rubbish. 
not just in the sight of Dr. Johnson, in the sight of God, because you read the scriptures, what they're doing doesn't match up with what's in scripture. But you see, you know, there's a, a, a movie series called uh, Sharp, Sharp's Rifles, and, you know, Sharp's Sword and what have you, Richard Sharp. It's British, UK. And uh, he's, there's a, a, a guy, the, the, a character with him called Harper. And there's a phrase that Harper uses, which I think is so apropos for, for where I'm going right now. And what, it, what he says is every cripple has his own way of walking. Every cripple has his own way of walking. And that's exactly what I'm saying here. Everybody has their own way of coming to God. But for those people who say, well, they're Christian and we're holding on to traditional values and all this kind of stuff, when you ask them, well, what do you mean by traditional values? Uh, 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 you know, all you hear is crickets and, 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 and quiet because they recognize that if they say A, you're going to go over here to B. And when you point them on B, they're going to dance around to something else and dance around to something else and dance around to something else. I'll give you a case in point. Just this week prior, I was talking with a gentleman, and he was complaining about the fact he works for AT&T. And he's complaining about the fact that, you know, they, uh, the United States had this big bailout. You know, people may sound like, oh, they gave the people trillions of dollars. No, they didn't. People, are, and some are still waiting, on a $1,200 up to. It's not everybody got 1200 It's up to $1,200, okay, uh, of what they call the stimulus check. But there's literally trillions of dollars that companies was picking up, you know, billions and billions and millions and millions of dollars. People that already had millions and millions of dollars. And, you know, it was supposed to be they get this money and they share it out amongst their employees or they keep people doing whatever and so forth. So, they, uh, uh, um, you know, that, that's, that's not what's happening. This money is disappearing. They got a tax cut back in 2017, and they were supposed to, you know, all the companies take the tax cut, and they're going to raise everybody's pay and so forth. So this guy's talking to me about this situation between the stimulus and, and the tax cut of 2017, and I had to bring that up to bring you to this. So, so he's talking about that, and then he says, well, I didn't get any raise, and I don't know of anybody who got a raise, but the chairman or whoever is leaving, and he's getting $275,000 a month for life. Now, you think about that, $275,000 a month for life, okay? He's retiring, and people may say, well, you know, he's, he's supposed to, you know, he's, he's, he's up there. See, we get this oligarch thinking. We get this. He's a king, so he's, he's entitled to and what have you. So he's complaining, all right? And I understand his complaint. You know, I, I, I feel for him. So I said to him, so uh, you're, a, you're a Democrat then, are you? And he looked at me. He says, oh, no, I'm an independent. I says, well, to me, if you're complaining about making more money, shouldn't you be voting for Democrats? Because for years and years and years, part of the Democratic Party political platform is to raise the minimum wage. And he comes back with, yeah, but they're communists. And I looked at him, and I said, so let me understand this. People who you know are stealing, moving, ripping off, hustling, whatever terminology you want to use, money from the federal government and keeping it all for themselves or whatever the heck you want to complain about. But when a, a solution is brought to you by, well, maybe you need to switch political affiliations and support some people who want to put money in your pocket, then he comes to me and he says, well, okay, see, because now I got him boxed in. This is what I'm, I'm, I'm using this as an illustration of what I'm talking about here. All right? So now he's boxed in, you know, his conversation, and then he says, well, what about the guys who, you know, raise it to what? I says, I don't know, $15 an hour. 
They haven't raised the minimum wage in the United States in like 10 years. I mean, you know, what's 25 cents an hour? Think about that. 40-hour week, 25 cents. How much money is that? What's that, $10, $20 maybe on a whole week? What can you do with that? Cost of living is going up 2 or 3% a month. All right, so, so, so he's like, well, what about the guy that opens up a store or a little shop or something? You know, how is he supposed to keep it open? Here's my point, people. First, he's talking about he's not making enough money. I bring a solution. He says they're communists. I then point out some other things. I show him where, okay, well, you know, then stop complaining and just grin and bear it, okay? Then it's, well, now, because uh, uh, I told him, I said, if they raise the minimum wage, they're going to raise your money too because your money is based on minimum wage. So minimum wage goes up, everybody's money goes up. There's more money circulating. We all can do more. The Bible says a workman is worthy for his wages. What's the problem? So he's, he moves the goalposts. So now he's not talking about his money or my money or your money. He's talking about some business guy opening some unknown, you know, just some, some you know, opening up a store. How is he going to open up a shop if he has to pay people more money? That's how conservative mindsets work. I'm using that as an example. It's a political example, but it's something I think everybody can relate to. <clears throat> the way the conservative mind works. They're in a box, and when you show them with logics and facts where that, hey, there's a, there's, this does not compute. They want to change the goalpost. But typically, it doesn't even get that far. They get to name-calling. They get, you know, just like how this guy said, Democrats are communists. See, that's name-calling. Right? Um, um, they get to name-calling. They want to get violent. They want to do stuff. Isn't that what they did to Jesus Christ? Go to the book of John. Go towards the end where he raises Lazarus from the dead. A week later, they're having this event, this party, this fete, whatever, okay, some kind of an event. Jesus is at the head table, the honorary table. Lazarus is there. He says, come on up, Lazarus. He invites him to the front. So Lazarus is sitting up there. And here are these conservatives in the room, and they're quoted, complaining about Jesus' popularity and talking about the fact that if he gets to be too popular, we're going to lose power. We're going to lose influence. These are conservatives. Nothing new under the sun, the book of Ecclesiastes says. See? Conservatives' minds then, conservative minds now. Jesus was a liberal. They had to get rid of him. Within a week, they had him, they had him crucified on, excuse me, had him crucified on a cross. What they say about Lazarus, I guess we'll have to kill him too because he's an example of the power of this man. So we got to get rid of him. That's the way conservatives operate. I say again, liberals are closer to God than conservatives. The proof is all over Scripture. Let's continue, all right? So now we've, got, we've talked about divorce. We've talked about adultery. Let's go into oaths. Oaths is, is verses 33 to 37, okay? And it says here, all right, again, <clears throat> you have heard that it was said to your ancestors do not take a false oath, but make good to the Lord all that you vow. I say to you, do not swear at all, not by heaven, for it is God's throne, nor by the earth, for it is his footstool, nor by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. Do not swear by your head, for you cannot make a single hair white or black. Let your yes mean yes and your no mean no. Anything more is 
from the evil one. Let that sink in for a moment, all right? So he says, again, I, I, you have heard that it was said to your ancestors. That's making reference to the law of Moses. Again, you read other, you know, translations, that's going to come across as it is written, the law of Moses. This is what they're talking about, stuff in the book of Deuteronomy and the book of Leviticus and so forth and so on. You know, the original rules that were set up. You know, uh, uh, I did a podcast on uh, uh, the book of Romans. And it was making reference, Romans chapter 8. And it says, if you're going to walk in the flesh, walk in the flesh. And if you're going to walk in the spirit, walk in the spirit. And it says in that same ch- uh, uh, chapter that if you walk according to the law, which is what he's talking about here, all right, again, you have heard it was said to your ancestors, that's the law, okay? If you walk according to the law, you will walk to your death because nobody can walk according to the law. It was set in place as a standard to achieve, not as an incorruptible thing to be, you know, for, for us to have, okay? That's what he's saying there, and that's what Jesus is saying here, right? He says, again, have you heard, it said to your ancestors, do not take a false oath, but make good to the Lord all that you vow. He's saying, keep your word. And that's something else this guy was saying, see? This guy, Trump, you know, is is has what, I think it's, it's approaching 20,000 factual lies over the course of three and a half years. I mean, this has been going on, ongoing, ongoing, ongoing. Yet, same people who were saying this guy is the chosen one. They've called him that too, the chosen one. He called himself the chosen one. I did a show on that uh, way back. I did a podcast. How this guy is calling himself the chosen one. And if Scripture says people who do that, they're walking with the devil. But these people say he's chosen of God. He's chosen. You know, he's all that and what have you. But he breaks his word all the time. Anybody who goes out declaring bankruptcy, six, seven, eight, you know, the man's been sued. I've read like like 3,000 times, 3,500 times, some crazy number. Is that keeping your word? Yet the conservatives love this guy. You know why? The regular conservatives and the business people. Why? Because they're not walking according to God. God bless these people. I'm not making a judgment call because God knows I'm not a perfect man. I do these podcasts because I want people to understand, don't throw God away just because the people who say they're walking with him, we know they're not. Okay, we get that. This is why I do these podcasts. I want to encourage you, stick with the walk, stay close to this force. You see him manifesting in your life. He's reaching to you. She's reaching to you. I don't care what gender you use, whatever faith system you're walking with, stick with it, keep with it. Don't let these people discourage you from your walk because there's a destiny in God for all of us, all of us who choose to walk with the force. Think of Elisha. And Elijah, you can do miracles in your own life. You can. Okay? So it says, let your yea be yea and your nay be nay. That's what that says. See? It doesn't change. If you have a standard for the left, it's a standard for the right. If you have a standard for the right, it's a standard for the left. You don't have one standard for Barack Obama, and then you have the next guy comes along 
and all of a sudden that standard doesn't hold anymore because, well, he's chosen of God. The only difference I can see between Barack Obama and this man that's in office now as a U.S. president is the complexion of their skin and the political affiliation of, 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 uh, of, of the party and, and the type of mindset that they have as far as racial motivation. You know, there are reports all over the place that the United States now, not under Barack Obama, now, it began with this president, have concentration camps on the southern U.S. border, Christian children coming into the U.S., accompanied, unaccompanied, with parents, separated from their parents. They won't let people in to see what's going on. They won't let people in to investigate. This is a forgotten crew of people, and they're keeping these kids in cages. There's all kind of crazy reports. Anybody who studies what happened to the 12 million people in Nazi Germany with those concentration camps, and it was 12 million. It was like 6 million of the Jewish faith, and then it was like Jehovah Witnesses, and, and, and uh, there were gypsies and just all sorts of different people, political opponents and what have you and so forth. These people wound up in these concerts. You wonder how it is that this stuff was going on and people didn't do anything and people didn't know. You're watching it come to pass right now in the United States because there's stuff going on in, in the United States and you don't know what's happening and nobody's caring about it. Nobody's trying to raise a, a thing about it. When I say nobody, it's not like you know a hot topic. Okay. All right, so we've talked about oaths. Let's talk about teachings about retaliations. This is starting with verse 38, Matthew 5 and verse 38. It says, you have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, offer no resistance to one who is evil. When someone strikes you on your right cheek, turn the other one to him as well. If anyone wants to go to, to law with you over your tunic, hand him your cloak as well. Should anyone press you into service for one mile, go with him for two miles. Give the one who asks of you and do not turn your back on one who wants to borrow. Okay? Now, what's he saying? What is Jesus saying? Okay? He's saying, ain't nothing here about carrying no guns. You know, these guys talking about I have a God-given right to carry a gun. That's not what he's saying. He's saying as far as possible, try to get along with people, okay? Is he saying to you that every time somebody walks up and see a lot of folks who are hustlers, they try to quote that? Oh, well, you're a Christian. He says, give the one who asks you, do not turn your back on, 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 on no one who wants to borrow. See, they try to bring that hustle. Look, you know, mama ain't raised no fool and neither did my father, okay? Hello, somebody. What he's saying is, Wherever it's possible, okay, if it's possible for you to loan to somebody, then you do it. If it's possible for you to give your tunic, then you do it. As far as possible, you're supposed to get along with folks, everybody. There is no declaration of they got to be going to your church, they got to look like you, they got to talk like you, you know, uh, they got to live life the way you live as far as sexual orientation and so forth. They got to have the same faith system. They got to speak the same language. There's nothing there that says anything to that. Those are all traditional values, quote-unquote, that they have going on in different parts of the world. And this stuff comes from colonialism. This stuff comes back from way back when. This is why when I first started with this network back in 2014, I spoke about, uh, I spoke in a lot of my, my initial shows, I made reference, my initial podcast, I made reference to the colonial history. 
Because to understand why what they're calling tradition today is not based in scripture, it's based in social tradition that they brought over from Europe or they reinstated because they were getting beat up in Europe. Then they came over here and they set it up so they can beat up on somebody else. You know, like, you know, abortion is based on two things, racism and trying to control a woman's body. That's it. Because God instituted abortion. Go to the book of Numbers. Read it. Read it. Read it. It's in there. He teaches the priest how to give women a certain type of, of, of uh, 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 procedure, and she will abort the baby. It's in there. And if God did it, it can't be a sin. I'm sorry, people. It can't be a sin. We don't get to say, well, that was then and this is this. That's exactly what I'm talking about in this podcast, in the last two podcasts. People try to try to qualify, well, it applies here, but it don't apply over there. No. God is, he, he's not a man that he should lie. That's what it says in the book. All right. So then it says, if, if, uh, if anyone wants to go to the law with you, we've already spoken about that. All right. Let's talk about love of enemies. And that will bring us to the end of chapter 5, Matthew. The love of enemies. Now, this is very powerful because these people in my entire life, and trust me, I'm not a kid anymore. I ain't been a kid in a long time. I was a kid. It was hate the communists. It was, you know, whites hate the blacks. And, 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 and you know, you had a lot of, well, not a lot, but you had a group of black people that want to hate the whites because of whatever. You know, you got all this, this racial animosity, but it's mostly whites hate the blacks in America. All right. You know, as far as because they had the power, like how they, they shot this guy in Brunswick. And ain't nothing happened to these people. And I can tell you right now, nothing will happen. I doubt these guys will go to prison behind murdering this young man. Why? Because that's the way it is. Moving on, staying on focus here. Love of enemies. You have heard that it was said. Remember, when you, when you hear that, what does it mean? The book of Mo- the law of Moses. You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor as, and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your heavenly Father, for he makes his sun rise on the bad and the good and causes rain to fall on the just and the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what recompense will you have? Do not the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet your brothers only, What is unusual about that? Do not the pagans do the same? So be perfect, just as your heavenly Father is perfect. Now, I've got just enough time to close this out proper. Here's what we're going on with this. This is like bringing it all together. See, people try to take one phrase, one verse, and say, bam. The Bible says be perfect just as your heavenly father is perfect. You can't smoke. You can't drink. No. There's nothing in the Bible that says you cannot drink. It says don't let drink be your master. It says be sober-minded. Right? See? But it doesn't say anything about don't drink. It says be sober-minded. In other words, have control of your habits. Let's start from the top and stay on focus on love your enemies here, because I know I opened up a can of worms with that. You have heard it said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. So why is it that conservatives, they want it, and as a child, hate the communists, but now the communists have helped Donald Trump become president, you know, assisted these same conservatives 
that 50 years ago and 40 years ago were telling people of my generation to go fight these brown people in Vietnam because they were communists, okay? Now they got communist Russia helping him, you know, helping this guy to get elected, and they're trying to get them to help them to get reelected. Boy, things change, right? As a kid, hate them. Now they're hating liberals in America, so they're going to tell the ones that they hated 60 years ago they're okay for these people to help them. Even I'm getting confused by that. Uh, uh, that they hate the hippies. They hate this. They hate that. They have guns. They want to kill the liberals. They want to kill the Muslims. They want now they're going after the Chinese. Trump's the one who messed up the response for co- the COVID-19 in America. Tens of thousands of Americans have died and are dying and will continue to die. But blame the Chinese. When you see that Asian man walking down the street in America, go over there and spit on him. Go over there and mistreat him. Go over there and disrespect him. This has been going on in this country forever in the United States, and it's been going on across the world. Wherever you see Christians, they have a tendency to the conservatives, and I don't care if they're Muslim conservatives. I'm pretty sure if I go to a Muslim country, I'm going to run up on the same kind of stuff. It's a mindset, this conservative thing. So what do we do about it? What do we do about it? Jesus, God is saying here, Jesus is saying, you got to be different from these people. You can't just get along with the ones you like and get along with the ones that get along with you. you got to try to get along with everybody. Equal opportunity system. What's wrong with equality? Nothing. There's nothing wrong with equality. So what's the solution as we close out this particular segment? Book of Matthew chapter 5. The solution is do our best to walk according to the scriptures, not what these pastors are trying to tell us it says. Read it for yourself. You are in communication through your spirit with the spirit realm. Everything that you are about is through your spirit. Stay in touch. Stay on point. Stay focused. Don't let these people distract you. Remember Elijah and Elisha. And there are 48 miracles, and you have miracles for your life as well. Well, don't let anybody talk you into giving up on your dreams just because they gave up on theirs. Good night, God bless, and stay safe.